Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily, maybe weekly Ding. Happy Tuesday morning or Monday night or Tuesday afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. We've got all the latest coming out of the NBA during the Corona pandemic. I'm Zach Harper. That's Wazzy Lambert. We got Rob Lopez fresh off a trip to Atlantic City. Before we get into the show, just a reminder. You can still take advantage of our 90-day free trial at theathletic.com slash daily ding. Get all the best from our team of writers. 90 days free, theathletic.com slash daily ding. Coming up on today's shows and all the other daily ding shows moving forward, we got you you know at least once a week with all the latest from across the league as the NBA continues to sit in limbo as the world tries to navigate the COVID-19 pandemic. But first, Waz, the NBA is reportedly discussing the start of the 2020-2021 season. For December, Commissioner Adam Silver and the NBA Board of Governors continued discussions on Friday about delaying the start of the season, according to sources close to ESPN. Uh, among the coronavirus pandemic, the NBA has progressed on an idea independent of whether the 1920 season resumes and is completed. LeBron James is also very vocal about this, uh, said the, the idea of canceling the season. He tweeted some reports or saw some reports about execs and agents wanting to cancel the season. That's absolutely not true. Nobody I know saying anything like that. As soon as it's safe, we'd like to finish our season. I'm ready and our team is ready. Uh, nobody should be canceling anything. So was, I think LeBron had it a little bit wrong in that it's not that I think people want to cancel the season. I think it's people are discussing the idea of canceling the season, but still next season, maybe push to December no matter what. Yeah, and that would make the most sense, right? Because the, the league needs to give themselves as much time as possible as much of a runway as possible to prepare for next season in such a way that they can operate as close to normal as possible, right? Like, obviously, so much money has been lost from, you know, the spread of this virus here in America, like with the cancellation of games and the cancellation of is looking like the playoffs, which is a big moneymaker for the league. Um, They're trying to give themselves as much time as possible to have a season that most closely resembles what would be a normal operating season. So this makes sense that they're being precautious as far as like, you know, we want to give ourselves enough leeway instead of being like, all right, we're going to start in October um, like we normally do. Let's push it to December. And if they still have hopes of maybe completing some type of postseason for this season, there's no way they could have started the season in October the way the delays are looking at this moment. Right, exactly. And so, uh, you know, this idea had been kicked around in the past. I believe um, Steve Coonan of uh, the Atlanta Hawks had proposed a December, basically, hey, let's kick things off on Christmas and then run to August uh, with the pandemic and everything, um, canceling things. Uh, you know, they may just be forced into that kind of schedule anyway. Or who knows, Was like with the time off now, they may view that as like kind of an off season of rest and everything for a lot of the players in the league. Because let's be honest, there's only like three or four teams that have a chance of playing deep into the playoffs anyway with with some of this stuff. So um, so I think that they could use that as the opportunity to, to kind of push things forward. But ultimately, what you said is correct. Like we're looking at like maybe two billion dollars lost. Right. And and let's just once again, we have to do it was we have to throw out the the uh the caveat we have to throw out the couching it of yes there are more important things than basketball right now in the world i mean do we do we no we do was we gotta do it we gotta do it okay we can't get trapped by making people think that we only care about basketball here but since this is a basketball podcast fact of sixty thousand american deaths in 
essentially three months is that that the fact of this just isn't good enough no was we have to make okay. sure that we are on board anti-death anti-coronavirus so just letting everyone know we know that there's a lot more serious stuff out here but our job is to view this in the nba perspective and that's what this is an nba podcast and so it is important to know what this means because by the way there's a lot of jobs involved in this stuff right it's not just about getting the players their money or getting the owners their money like uh, their jobs, you know, in the league, running the league, covering the league, uh, you know, supporting the league, serving the league in terms of, you know, concessions, all that stuff, like all that, like there are thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs that will be affected by this and an economy that's affected by this. And so that's why it's viewed as so important to get things back uh, to help stimulate the economy. But obviously, the NBA is never going to do that without knowing that it's going to be safe to do so. If you're bored in the house, bored in the house bored why not spend some time on yourself everybody our sponsor today manscaped is here to make sure you're well groomed above and below the belt manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving thanks to their lawn mower 3.0 oh man the perfect package 3.0 is forever changing the grooming game with manscaped precision engineered tools for your family jewels it will make it so much better if you're quarantined with that significant other they will thank you trust me inside the perfect package you also find the manscaped crop preserver and anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer you won't feel uncomfortable after the manscaping it is literally the best thing you can do for your personal hygiene and the personal hygiene of those around you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code the athletic at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code the athletic and for a limited time subscribers get not one but two free gifts the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. Go to manscaped.com today and use code THEATHLETIC. The NBA Draft Combine and Draft Lottery, both scheduled in May and both taking place in Chicago, have been indefinitely postponed. The league announced on Friday uh, the season playoffs are not officially canceled either, by the way. Just they wanted to push it all back because you can't really have a draft until you have a f- you know final part of the season. And we don't know if we're going to get that. Um, so, Waz, I think that the interesting part out of this is that uh, the NBA hadn't voted yet to delay the NBA draft on June 25th. But they, they've, there's a belief that it's a matter of time. I think that's got to give them a little bit of wiggle room in case they cancel the season like in a few weeks if that were to happen, right? Just hypothetically speaking. Yeah, as with everything else, um, you don't want to have a draft lottery, a draft combine, a draft, all of that until you've declared the season officially canceled, right? So that the slots and the amount of ping pong balls and, you know, all of these things that go into planning for the draft can be set in stone and teams know how to move forward accordingly. So this makes all the sense that they, you know, that they push the date back because everything is still up in the air. Um, nothing's on solid ground or foundation at the moment. So this this falls right in line with every other decision that the league's been making. They don't want to come out and cancel everything. They want to hit every single deadline and say, all right, this deadline has come. We've we've decided that we're going to do this. So it falls in line with everything else, just to reiterate that. Yeah, and so uh, for a potential, um, you know, potential bubble of things that, to bring everything back, right? Potential bubble of, of how things could work. There's the Las Vegas bubble. Um, where they would host things in all these casinos and hotels and everything. Um, and and eventually, I think, maybe have the WNBA in there as well. There's that bubble. Uh, we have the idea, uh, the idea of Disney World, which was first, I believe, proposed by Keith Smith of Yahoo and then Shamsarani of The Athletic uh, 
gave us the report that the league was considering it. Um, but then I also saw that there was a guy that had been camping out on a like an island somewhere within Disney World. Uh, just kind of living there, you know, trying to trying to just survive there. Like, feels compromised to me. Was <laughs> if you just have random people who have been there for months and you didn't know that they were at Disney World, feels like that might be compromised. But maybe oh, they can they man. can you know get some antiseptic in there and clear some. The world you know, make of it a little Disney more sterile. is such a strange place. What man. a what a bizarre. Just the people <laughs> that that thing attracts is amazing. It's uh, it truly is a phenomenon. Um, a lot of people. Uh, you know, Vegas proposal includes many family of, of the players and stuff that would be housed there. Um, there's no mention of testing or how it may affect uh, and impact the process, uh, but the league does not want to dip into public resources. Everything would be you know, kind of privately funded, as you would expect. Um, perhaps a key factor in all this, according to ESPN, is the health and the age of, uh, of staffers, you know, coaching staff, medical staff, all this stuff, right? Uh, they don't want to put people at risk there. Um, and then one NBA general manager speaking on the condition of anonymity pointed to the age of the team's head coach and others on staff uh, saying that puts them at risk. So once again, you know, it's going to be about can they do this safely? Adam Silver was very adamant, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago saying we'll, we're not going to come back until we have the all clear um, to where we know that everyone's going to be taken care of and no one's put at risk. But, uh, you know, while it's not to belabor the point, we've talked about this a lot. I just don't know that that's possible in 2020. All of this stuff just seems so like pie in the sky to me until yeah. like the, the concept that even if you get a resort, you know, to call it the Cosmo in Vegas or the wind, the idea that you're going to get every single person involved in this voluntarily to stay in that resort um, the entire duration of the time that they have to do this stuff. Um, and you know, and have your testing mechanisms in place in a way that makes sense for everybody. It just seems very unlikely that you're going to be able to keep this bubble sealed. And then, you know, if you introduce the, I don't know, the concept of some like security, like, you know, I was watching, I've, I've been rewatching the people versus OJ Simpson. And there's the episode where they just spend the whole episode with the jury pool yeah. of the OJ trial where like, People, people are like making runs for the door, and the, and the cops are like tackling them at the at the exit to stop them from leaving. Like, are they gonna do that to NBA players and personnel as well as well, you know the staff of the whole? Like, how are we gonna do this? Yeah, it was. We're not gonna snitch on anybody here, and it would obviously be different. But we know there are athletes right now bringing people over to the house constantly of course of course so how do you stop that we're taking road trips you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know how it is all right uh (laughs) out in california according to the athletic sam amick and joe Barton, all four of the league's california teams the lakers the clippers the warriors the kings are hoping to convince Governor Gavin Newsom to include them in stage two of his reopening plan, perhaps with the help of the mayors in their respective cities. Stage two would be gradually reopening some lower risk workplaces with adaptations, including retail, manufacturing, some offices and uh, public spaces, more public spaces. Uh, The Lakers have been in contact with the Los Angeles mayor's office to discuss the possibility of opening the practice facility for players before the current shelter at home order for L.A. residents expires, possibly as early as May 15th. Um, that was according to sources close to the matter that told ESPN this. Uh, Waz, I do find it interesting that because there are so many different ways of handling this in so many different states, that not all teams are going to have this situation created equal. 
Yeah, and I think that's a problem for teams specifically if, again, if your goal is to resume the season, the concept that people in, say, I don't know, Oklahoma get to start. Yeah, and Oklahoma's actually going to the playoffs this year. But, yeah, so Oklahoma yeah. gets to start, you know, practicing and congregating before the people in, well, we know New York's not going to the playoffs. But, you know, the yeah. Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers, and, the Clippers, right? right? Yeah. In, in big cities that are going to the playoffs. Um, that would seem like a competitive disadvantage. Um, I don't know how the league would would handle this. It, it, it just, man, this stuff just seems so uh, so much to tangle to get this thing rolling in a way yeah. that even remotely resembles what last year's playoffs were. Right? Like yeah, it just and, seems so many hurdles to clear. Yeah, and th- and that's the thing was like is I've had a lot of people asking me just about my work in general and everything. And our shit hasn't changed. Yeah. Right. We're at the crib in our underwear. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So no business as usual for me. I just, (laughs) I just leave the house a little less. Uh, But, but you know, it's, it's funny. Cause like, I'm, they're always like, well, what's going to happen? I'm like, I don't have any more clarity than we did seven weeks ago. Right. I don't know. Like, I just know it's, it's being pushed back. At the same time, there does seem even out of both, out of both New York and California, um, Newsom and Cuomo have in their own way hinted at, look, things are going to start rolling out soon. We, like, yeah, we're, we'll start the, opening it a little bit. And, here and, and, there, and, right? and yeah. to be frank, I'm appreciative of the way they're handling it, of being completely pessimistic as to not get anyone's hopes up that they're going to be surfing USA, you know what I mean, <laughs> a week from now. But they've indicated and hinted like, look, we literally have to start rolling this thing out pretty soon here. Uh, amid financial issues, Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta told our own Sam Amick. Sam Amick doing a lot of work these days. Sam, Amen. slow down. Uh, he will not sell the team unless the whole the whole world came to an end. Uh, the Rockets <laughs> would never be sold unless the whole world came to an end, and then it wouldn't matter, okay? If I ever sell the Rockets, it's because we don't exist anymore as a country with the rule of law. We're having anarchy in the street, and at that point, there's no buyers. I don't need partners, so I don't have partners. There's just no interest in having partners. I think all owners would love to ha- to not have partners, but not all teams financially can do that. I have the opportunity that me and my family can own this team 100%. There's no reason to ever change that. Uh, was I believe this is what we call negotiating in, through the media. One hundred percent. In case he were to sell, right? Like, of course, that's what it is. Percent true, and you know what the other key to understanding this is, Zach, is that the What's richest up? owners we've ever had in the league never talked like this. Bomber right. never talks like this. Paul Allen, um, God bless the dead and rest in peace, never talked like this. Prokhorov. Yeah. Never talked like this. Prokhorov was and he's like, a, he's a Russian billionaire. Right. Prokhorov was like, well, actually, like, I overpaid for the team and I've already made my money back. If I sold it tomorrow, yeah. I'd make a profit on this thing. Right. Like, he, he never talked like this. Like, somebody who overpaid for his stuff. Like, the most financially secure people we've ever seen in the NBA ownership never postured this way. That's how you know he's broke and needs the money. <laughs> He needs, he needs the partners. <laughs> uh, speaking of team sales, the San Antonio Spurs reportedly sold a minority stake in ownership, but they won't be moving the team. Uh, Chairman Peter J. Holt said in a statement uh, for Chamstrania of the Athletic Stadium, as an ownership group, we remain 100% committed to the city of San Antonio. Every day we celebrate the amazing relationship that exists between our community, our fans, and our Spurs. San Antonio is home and will remain home. Uh, Nets GM Sean Marks will, sa- said they will not shut down a possible Kevin Durant return uh, this season, Marks was asked about a Durant return by Grant Chapman of News Hub in New Zealand. 
That's a $110 million question. In all seriousness, we've tried not to talk about this timeline a lot. He knows his body better than anybody. Uh, our performance team and training staff have done a tremendous job getting him to this point, but I just don't know how coming out of this pandemic will affect anybody, let alone Kevin. Uh, let me just say this. Don't do it. Just save him for next season, whatever that is. Y'all are not going to win anymore. The idea that you bring Kevin Durant back for a 7 and 8. I mean, did we not watch the 2019 playoffs? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here, guys? Just keep him on ice till December. The jumper's still going to be smooth. He's still going to be 7 foot with a crazy yeah, handle. It'll be like, all right. Just, just, and just chill. Just chill. Just take a few extra months. Exactly. And, and by the way, we deserve, as the basketball viewing public, to not have KD come rush back, man. We get to yeah. we we deserve to watch him be the brilliant genius basketball player that he is under perfect context and circumstances. Honestly, man, we've waited this long. There's no reason to hurry him back for a team that will go nowhere in the postseason. Kevin Absolutely. Durant or no Kevin Durant, they're not going to do anything in the postseason. This isn't even Golden State last year, who legitimately could have won the championship with KD back. Um, right. That's not the case with this team. Let's just wait till next season, um, and we'll all be excited to watch him again. There you go. And uh, we'll be getting into all things Bulls and Michael Jordan tomorrow on the Basketball Buds as we uh, kind of recap the last dance in the previous two hours that were unveiled Sunday night. That's going to do it for today's Daily Ding. Don't forget about the other shows we have on the Athletic Podcast Network. Back-to-back, no dunks, tampering, hoops adjacent, which has been phenomenal. House of Strauss, the team-specific shows. Just click follow on the app. You'll get notifications for new episodes. And if you're on the app, you get to comment in the comment section. Tell Waz and I how brilliant you think we are. That's what you get to do. And again, theathletic.com slash daily ding for a free 90-day trial subscription. Never know when that promo is going to end, so jump on that. Thanks for waking up with us. Thanks for listening to us. Make sure you go about your day safely. Wash your hands. Stay indoors. Wear a mask. And Waz, hit me with that sign. Hey, keep that hot, potentially radioactive breath to yourself, y'all. Wear a mask, ding-dongs. Ding-dongs.